Welcome to the Study His Word podcast, brought to you by Fear and the Faith, where we read through the Bible from Genesis to Revelation in just one year. The Bible is full of great wisdom and stories that we can use to better our Christ-like walk every day. Join us on our mission to get one million people to read the Bible cover to cover. Visit studyhisword.com for more info, resources we have available, upcoming projects, and events. Leviticus 5. Now, if a person sins after he hears a public adjuration uh, <clears throat> to testify when he is a witness, whether he has seen or otherwise known, if he does not tell it, then he will bear his guilt. Or if a person touches any unclean thing, whether a carcass of unclean beast or the carcass of unclean cattle, or a carcass of unclean swarming things, though it is hidden from him and he is unclean, then he will be guilty. Or if he touches human uncleanness, clean, cleanness, of whatever sort his uncleanness may be with which he becomes unclean and is hidden from him and then he then he comes to know it he will be guilty or if a person swears thoughtlessly with his lips to do evil or to do good in whatever manner a man may speak thoughtlessly with an oath and it is hidden from him and then he comes to know it he will be guilty in one of these so it shall be when he becomes guilty in one of these that he shall confess that in which he has sinned he shall also bring his guilt offering to the Lord for his sin which he has committed, a female from the flock, a lamb, or a goat, as a sin offering. So the priest shall make atonement on his behalf for his sin. But if he cannot afford a lamb, then he shall bring to the Lord his guilt offering for that in which he has sinned, two turtle doves or two young pigeons, one for sin offering and the other for a burnt offering. He shall bring them to the priest, who shall offer first that which is for the sin offering, and shall nip at its head at the front of its neck, but he shall not sever it. He shall also sprinkle some of the blood of the sin offering on the side of the altar, while the rest of the blood shall be drained out at the base of the altar. It is a sin offering. The second he shall then prepare as a burnt offering according to the, according to the ordinance. So the priest shall make atonement on his behalf for his sin which he has committed, and it will be forgiven him. But if he means, if means are sufficient, insufficient for two turtle doves or two young pigeons, then for his offerings, for that which he has sinned, he shall bring a tenth of an epap of fine flour for a sin offering. He shall not put oil on it or place incense on it, for it is a sin offering. He shall bring it to the priest, and the priest shall take his handful of it as a memorial portion and offer it up in smoke on the, on the altar with the offerings of the Lord by fire. It is a sin offering. So the priest shall make atonement for him concerning this, his sin, which he has committed from one of these, and it will be forgiven for him, and the rest shall become the priests like, grain, like the grain offering. Then the Lord spoke to Moses, saying, If a person acts unfaithfully and sins unintentionally against the Lord's holy things, then he shall bring his guilt offerings to the Lord, a ram with, without defect from the flock, according to the valuation in silver by shekels, in terms of the shekel of the sanctuary for a guilt offering. He shall make restitution for that which he has sinned against the holy thing, and shall add a fifth add to it a fifth part add to it a fifth part of it and give it to the priest. The priest shall then make atonement for him with the ram of the guilt offering, and with it will be for, it will be forgiven. Now if a person sins and does and does any of these things which the Lord has commanded not to be done, though he was unaware, still 
he is guilty and shall bear his punishment. He is then to bring the priest a ram without defect from the flock, according to your valuation, for a guilt offering. So the priest shall make atonement for him concerning his error, which in which he sinned unintentionally and did not know it, and it will be forgiven him. It is a guilt offering. He was certainly guilty before the Lord. Then the Lord spoke to Moses, saying, When a person sins and acts unfaithfully against the Lord and deceives his companion in regard to a deposit or a security entrusted to him, or through robbery, or if he has extorted from his companion, or has found what was lost and lied about it and sworn falsely, so that he sins in regard to any one of the things a man may do, then it shall be, when he sins and becomes guilty, that he shall restore what he took by robbery, and or what he got by extortion, or the deposit which with which was entrusted to him, and lost things which he found, or anything about which he swore falsely, he shall make restitution for it in full and add it to, to one fifth more. He shall give it to the one who, to whom it belongs on the day he presents his guilt offering. Then he shall bring into the priest his guilt offering to the Lord, a ram without defect from the flock, according to your valuation for a guilt offering. And the priest shall make atonement for him before the Lord, and he will be forgiven for any one of these things, which he may have done to incur, incur guilt. Then the Lord spoke to Moses again, command Aaron and his sons, saying, this is the law for the burnt offering. The burnt offering itself shall remain on the heart of the altar until uh, all night until morning, and the fire on the altar is to be kept burning on it. The priest is to put on his linen robe, and he shall put on undergarments next to his flesh, and he shall take on the, no, the, the ashes to do, to which the fire re reduces the burnt offerings on the altar, and place them beside the altar. Then he shall take off his garments and put the other garments, and carry the ashes outside the camp to a clean place. The fire on the altar shall be kept burning on it. It shall not go out, but the priest shall burn wood on every morning. And he shall lay out the burnt offerings on it, and offer up in smoke the fat portions of the, fat of the peace offering on it. Fire shall be kept burning continually on the altar. It is not to go out. Now this is the law of the grain offering. The son of Aaron shall present it before the Lord in front of the altar. Then one of them shall lift it, lift up from a, it from a handful of the fine flour of the grain offerings with its oil and all the incense that is on the grain offering, and he shall offer it up in smoke to the, on the altar, a soothing aroma as its memorial offering to the Lord. What is left of it, Aaron and his sons are to eat. They shall be eaten as unleavened cakes in a holy place. They are to eat it in the court of the tent of meeting. It shall not be baked with leaven. I have given it as their share from my, fire, my offerings by fire. It is most holy, like the sin offerings and the guilt offering. Every male among the sons of Aaron may eat it. It is a permanent ordinance throughout your generations from offerings by fire to the Lord. Whoever touches them will become consecrated. Then the Lord spoke to Moses saying, this is the offering which Aaron and his sons are to present to the Lord on the day when he is anointed. A tenth of an ephah of fine flour as a regular grain offering, half of it in the morning and half of it in the evening. It shall be prepared with oil on the griddle. When it is well stirred, you shall bring it. You shall present the grain offering in baked pieces as a soothing aroma to the Lord. The anointed priest who will be in this place among his sons shall offer it. By a permanent ordinance, it shall be entirely offered up in smoke to the Lord. 
So every grain offering of the priest shall be burned entirely. It shall not be eaten. Then the Lord spoke to Moses, saying, Speak to Aaron and to his son, saying, This is the law of the sin offering. In the place where the burnt offering is slain, the sin offering shall be slain before the Lord. It is most holy. The priest who offers it for sin shall eat it. It shall be eaten in a holy place, in the court of the tent of meeting. Anyone who touches its flesh will become consecrated. And when any of its blood splashes on a garment in a holy place, you shall wash what, what was splashed on. Also, the earthenware vessel in which the, it was boiled shall be broken. And if it was boiled in a bronze vessel, then it shall be scoured and rinsed in water. Every male among the priests may eat it. Um, it is most holy. But no sin offering of which any of the blood is brought into the tent of meeting to make atonement in the holy place shall be eaten. It shall be burned with fire. Now this is the law of the guilt offering in the most it is most holy in the place where they slay the burnt offering they are to slay the guilty offer or the guilt offering and they shall sprinkle its blood around the, on the altar then he shall he shall offer from it all of its fat and the fat tail and the fat that covers the entrails and the two kidneys with the fat that is on them which is on the loins and on the lobe of the liver he shall remove with the kidneys the priest shall offer them up in smoke on the altar as an offering by fire to the Lord. It is a guilt offering. Every male among the priests may eat it. It shall be eaten in a holy place. It is most holy. The guilt offering is like the sin offering. There is one law for them. The priest who makes atonement with it shall have it. Also the priest who presents any man's burnt offering, that priest shall have it for himself, the skin of the burnt offerings which he has presented. Likewise, every grain offering that is baked in the oven and everything prepared in a pan or on the griddle shall belong to the priest who presents it. Every grain offering mixed with oil or dry shall belong to the sons of Aaron, to all alike. Now this is the law of the sacrifice of the peace offerings, which shall be presented to the Lord. If he offers it by way of thanksgiving, then along with his, the sacrifice of thanksgiving, he shall offer the unleavened cakes mixed with oil and unleavened wafers spread with oil, and cakes of well-stirred fine flour mixed with oil. With the sacrifice of his peace offerings for thanksgiving, he shall present his offerings with cakes of leavened bread. Of this he shall present one of every offering of, as a contribution to the Lord. It shall belong to the priest who sprinkles the blood of the peace offerings. Now as for the flesh of the sacrifice of his thanksgiving peace offerings, it shall be eaten on the day of his offerings. He shall not leave any of it over until morning. But if the sacrifice of his offerings is a votive or a free will offering, it shall be eaten on the day that he offers the sacrifice. On the next day, what is left of it may be eaten. But what is left over from the flesh of the sacrifice on the third day shall be burned with fire. So if any of the flesh of the sacrifice of his peace offerings should ever be eaten on the third day, he who offers it will not be accepted and it will not be reckoned with his benefit. It shall be an offensive thing, and the person who eats of it will bear his own iniquity. Wow. Also the flesh that touches anything unclean shall not be eaten. It shall be burned with fire. As for the other flesh, anyone who is clean may eat such flesh. But a person who eats the flesh of the sacrifice of the peace offerings, which belongs to the Lord, 
is in an uncleanness, that person shall be cut off from his people. When anyone, when anyone touches anything unclean, whether human uncleanliness or an unclean animal, or any unclean detestable thing, and eats the flesh of the sacrifice of the peace offering which belongs to the Lord, that person shall be cut off from his people. Then the Lord spoke to Moses, saying, Speak to the sons of Israel, saying, You shall not eat any fat from an ox, a sheep, or a goat. Also, the fat of an animal which dies and the fat of an animal torn by beasts may be put to any other use, but you must certainly not eat it. <clears throat> For whoever eats the fat from the, of the animal from which an offering by fire is offered to the Lord, even the person who eats shall be cut off from his people. You are not to eat any blood, either of bird or animal, in any of your dwellings. Any person who eats any blood, even that person shall be cut off from his people. Then the Lord spoke to Moses, saying, Speak to the sons of Israel, saying, He who offers the sacrifice of his peace offerings to the Lord shall bring his offering to the Lord from the sacrifice of his peace offerings. His own hands are to, be, to bring offerings by fire to the Lord. He shall bring the fat with the beasts, and the, bre and the breasts shall may be presented as a wave offering before the Lord. The priest shall offer up the fat and smoke on the altar, but the breast shall belong to Aaron and his son. You shall give the rights to the, you shall give the right thing thigh to the priest as a contribution from the sacrifices of your peace offerings. The the one among Aaron, the one among the sons of Aaron who offers the blood of the peace offerings and the fat. The right thigh shall be his portion. For I have taken the beast of the wave offering and the thigh of the contribution from the sons of Israel from the sacrifices of their peace offerings, and have given them to Aaron, the priest, and his to his sons as their due forever from the sons of Israel. This is what this is that which is consecrated to Aaron, and that which is consecrated to his sons from the offerings by fire to the Lord. In that day, when he presented them to serve as priests to the Lord, these these the Lord has commanded to be given them from the sons of Israel in the day that with, that he anointed them, it is their due forever throughout their generations. That is the law of the burnt offerings, the grain offerings, and the sin offerings, and the guilt offerings, and the ordination offerings, and the sacrifice of peace offerings, which the Lord commanded Moses at Mount Sinai in the day that he commanded to the sons of Israel to present their offerings to the Lord in the wilderness of Sinai. Then the Lord spoke to Moses, saying, Take action, or take Aaron and his sons with him, and the garments and the anointing oil, and the bowl of the sin offering, and the two rams, and the basket of unleavened bread, and assemble all the congregation in the doorway of the tent of meeting. So Moses did just as the Lord commanded him when the congregation was assembled at the doorway of the tent of meeting. Moses said to the congregation, This is the thing which the Lord has commanded to do. Then Moses had Aaron and his sons come near and wash them with water. He put the tunic on him and girded him with the sash and clothed him with the robe and put the ephod on him. And he girded him with the artistic band of the ephod with which he had tied it to him. He then placed the breastpiece on him and in the breastpiece he put the urim and the thummim. He also placed the turban on his head, and on the turban, at its front, he placed the golden plate, the holy crown, just as the Lord had commanded Moses. Moses then took the anointing oil and anointed the tabernacle, 
and all that was in it and consecrated them. He sprinkled some of it on the altar seven times and, he, and mounted the altar and anointed the altar and all its utensils and the basin and its stand to consecrate them. Then he poured some of the anointing oil on Aaron's head and anointed him to consecrate him. Next, Moses held, uh, had Aaron's son come near and clothed them with tunics and girded them with sashes and bound caps on them, just as the Lord had commanded Moses. Then he brought the bull of the sin offering, and Aaron and his sons laid their hands on their head of the bull and in the sin offering. Next, Moses slaughtered it and took his blood with his fingers and put some of it around the horns of the altar and purified the altar. Then he poured out the rest of the blood at the base of the altar and consecrated it to make atonement for it. He also took all the fat that was on the entrails of the lobe of the liver and the two kidneys and their fat, and the Moses offered it up in the smoke to the altar. But the bowl of its hide and its flesh said, and its refuse, he burned in the fire outside the camp, just as the Lord commanded Moses. Then he presented the ram and the burnt offering, and Aaron and his sons laid their hands on the head of the ram. Moses slaughtered it and sprinkled the blood around on the altar. When he had cut the ram in, into its pieces, Moses offered up the head and the pieces and sucked the smoke and the suet in smoke. After he had washed the entrails and the legs with water, Moses offered the whole ram in smoke on the altar. It was a burnt offering for, the suit with, for a soothing aroma, and it was an offering by fire to the Lord, just as the Lord had commanded Moses. Then he presented the second ram, a ram of ordination, and Aaron and his sons laid their hands on the head of the ram. Moses slaughtered it and took some of its blood and put it on the lobe of Aaron's right ear and the thumb of his right hand and on the big toe of his right foot. He also had Aaron's son come near, and Moses put some of the blood on the lobe of, his right, of their right ear and on the thumb of their right hand and on the big toe of their right foot. Moses then sprinkled the rest of the blood around the altar. He took the fat and the fat tail and the fat that was on the entrails and the lobe of the liver and two kidneys and their fat and the right thigh. From the basket of unleavened bread that was before the Lord, he took one unleavened cake and one cake of bread mixed with oil and one wafer and placed them on the portion of fat on the right thigh. He then put all these on the hand of Aaron and on the hands of his son and presented them as a wave offering before the Lord. Then Moses took them from their hands and offered them up in smoke on the altar with the burnt offerings. They were an ordination offering for a soothing aroma, and it was offering by fire to the Lord. It was an offering by fire to the Lord. Moses also took the breast and presented it for a wave offering before the Lord. It was Moses's portion of the ram of ordination, just as the Lord had commanded Moses. So Moses took some of the anointing oil and some of the blood which was on the altar and sprinkled it on Aaron, on his garments, on his sons, and on the garments of his sons with him. And he consecrated Aaron, his garments, and his sons, and the garments of the sons with him. Then Moses said to Aaron and to his sons, Boil the flesh at the doorway of the tent of meeting, and eat it there together with the bread, which is the basket, which is in the basket of the ordination offering, just as I commanded, saying, Aaron and his sons shall eat it. The remainder of the flesh of the bread you shall burn in the fire. You shall not go outside the doorway in the tent of meeting for seven days until the day that the period of your ordination is fulfilled, for he will ordain you through seven days. The Lord has commanded you to, has commanded to do it. The Lord has commanded to do as has been 
has done this day to make atonement on your behalf. At the doorway of the tent of meeting, moreover, you shall remain day and night for seven days and keep charge of the Lord so that you will not die. For so I have commanded. So I have been commanded. Thus Aaron and his son did all the things which he, the Lord has commanded through Moses. That concludes our reading for the day. Thanks for taking a little bit of your day to listen to the word. We hope today's message really spoke to you. Remember, you can find more resources, connect with us, or sign up to get weekly readings on our website, studyhisword.com. Until next time, God bless you, and may his light shine upon you.